adventurers, and welcome back to another episode of Geekly Inc.'s Random Encounters, Curse of Norhal. I am your Game Master, Joshua Scalf, and with me today is Matt Sperlin. Oh man, I was not prepared for this. Tim Lanning. Hey everybody, it's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Jennifer Cheek. Hi everyone. Carrie Green. What, what, welcome travelers to Forlorn Event. Fuck, wrong podcast. What? And Matthew Morris. Toasty1990 says, Five dang heckin' stars. Absolutely nothing. Uh, loving the Norhal feed and enjoying Brute Force as well. Can't wait to get caught up on Norhal so I can start the others as well. Five stars on Do it. podcast or podparadise.com. Please, 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 please send us reviews for me to read. It gives me energy. And if you don't, I will die. That one Tell feels us like what a... you think about Straw's ass. <laughs> yeah, that one feels like mm-hmm. this from three years ago. Is it a pancake or is do you think it's not? Is is that your conspiracy theory that he's actually got a huge ass and he's just doing a, a glamour to make it look? You're flat? wrong. I feel like we're gonna get. <laughs> I feel like the uh, the the not large ass havers are going to cancel us. Because Listen, we we literally gonna... said if you care about your ass, you will make it the biggest ass that you can. That's true. Be all your ass can be. That's true. We can all be working to make Whatever our asses you bigger. Do. I feel like also having a dump truck ass. Not only is it just a physical trait you have, it's also a state of mind and <laughs> personality and emotions. It, yeah, it yeah. is. It's an right. aura. Uh, right, because we don't want to get ableist, of course, but it is a state of mind. True. For sure, yeah, for sure. yo, having a dump truck ass is a state of mind. You right. gotta find the dump truck ass inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't have to be old to be a boomer. It's just a mentality. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's true. I mean, sometimes the evil inside of you uh, boils out. Uh, it's why every single cop looks the exact same. I'm very way. sorry. I'm very distracted because I'm staring at Tim's mustache, which has uh, got little droplets of Dugarita. It's uh, glistening from it <laughs> nom, right nom, now. You've got that Duglow. Sponsored by, sponsor, I almost said sponsored by Applebee's, which is the wrong restaurant. Sponsored by Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so we, so Applebee's surprisingly has, I think, decent appies in uh shitty cocktails so you yeah. know you, you get your you and the girls go out on a, a pre-covid thursday night and get Sometimes absolutely you need to get a, a pitcher of sangria that tastes like kool-aid yeah fact if you like sugar they yeah. got you and don't forget that if you go to red lobster it's the summer of shrimp <laughs> do the do the we need to invoice red lobster for these episodes the eternity of shrimp <laughs> So much shrimp, your eyes will become red with the blood of crustaceal oh murder. And thanks to COVID, summer never ends. Oh. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. <laughs> so a lot happened last time, y'all. For an experience point, who would like to recap all of that to the best of their ability? Does Red Lobster deliver? <laughs> <laughs> Do they deliver on flavor? <laughs> I'll take the EXPs. For this. Yeah. So last time we came to the realization that turning undead outside of a building releases 13 or so vampires into the street. (laughs) Um, Mistakes may have been made, but we come to this realization. I don't know if it was a mistake. Something about protecting my children from 13 to 50 feral vampires. So, So we pass the bones over to Connie and say, ride, ride that bandit all the way to the church. Actually, it was Connie's idea. So, you know, <laughs> so they took off and, and and headed toward the church. Meanwhile, the rest of the party lagged a little behind and had to fight off all the crazy madness that was happening in the streets. Oh, also, Connie and Irina had a moment. 
on on uh, Dire Bandit's back. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was romantic. It was kind of like the world is ending situation, which is not to be confused with the situation where I just spilled Dugarita on myself. I don't know. There's a, there's a difference. <laughs> That's a good problem to have. They sound very similar. All right. So uh, after that, we ran all the way back to the inn. We collected various things that were needing to be collected. We recruited, and then we ran to the church where Strahd steps out of his carriage and uh, is now standing in front of us in an imposing pancake-ass-like mm. matter. Manner. Manner? With his friggin' fire horses. With his fire horse. <laughs> Does he have an ass codpiece to hide uh, the pancake? He's got a fake ass on top of his ass! <laughs> I mean, you can't tell. Again, he's got a cloak and a cape on. You like, don't know you, what's you going on. He hides it's, it. It's like those Halloween costumes that give you, like, the ripped, like, superhero abs, yeah. but for his ass. Whoa. We're looking at a pancake. It's, it's a stadium it's seat ass. for his ass. Yeah. I like it. Well, I guess that's what a stadium seat is. Builds into his pants. Trousers. Yeah. Yeah. We live in olden times. They're trousers. They are trousers. So we are now in front of the church. We, you, Strahd has menacingly stepped out from his carriage with uh, six vampire spawn flanking either side of the door. He is standing there in all of his uh, regal manner, very flamboyant still, and he, he just... Once again, drops. We have to stop meeting like this. I try to move his horse flames to his butt. <laughs> horse flames. Are, do you actually? Yes. Uh, okay, Rockstar. <laughs> Roll Zuko style. Roll plus wisdom. We're all good. We're you all better good. hope this is the best fucking roll of your life. Oh, Everyone at die. home, He's chug a Mountain Dew. Clap to, to give him power. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. Everyone, for once. Uh, 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 hype train for for Rockstar. Uh, this is an eight, and I'm gonna use burns twice as bright to make it a ten. <laughs> nice. Okay, so it does as you command. Now, I, I will say, you guys saw the horse. It's not like it's a burning blaze. I right. will say, you are <laughs> able to bend the flame, some of the flames that are kind of licking off of the horse to the cloak, and it, you do see a little bit of smoke arising uh, from behind Strahd. He goes, oh, oh, damn it, damn it, and he, he puts it out, and, you know, as he's trying to turn it around, putting it out, uh, you do see, yeah, there's a small hole in his cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Take that. <laughs> Idiot. And he composes and says, oh, you know, when I brought you to my domain, I thought you would be fun, but... Uh, Seems like all of you are a little rambunctious, wouldn't you say? The number one thing about us is no rules, just right. <laughs> That's the wrong, wrong place. It's our group motto. It's yeah, our, I mean, it's like our motto. I, I mean, it's what we always say. I love Outback. We should get an uh, Mortimer. Uh, it's, it's a shame you didn't take my offer. You know, we could have gotten an awesome blossom together. It would have been a great time. <laughs> Can I uh, take a few steps forward? And uh, go to my knees and then okay. <laughs> offer fealty to Strahd. What? <laughs> <gasps> Bitch! Crab's advanced. Uh, okay. What are you trying to do? <laughs> what are you doing? So you're swearing fealty. Are you trying to make a roll of any kind? So or? yeah, I want to I wanna put drop two daggers in front of me and kind of push them forward and then put my like face and like bow towards him pretty much on the cobblestones and uh 
say, Strahd, I know that you offered me to come be your servant, and like a fool, I turned you down, but I can see now that you're all-powerful. As I've stolen from you a great servant, uh, 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 you could punish me as they punished uh, thieves back in the where I'm from, and uh, I offer up my hand uh, that you can cut off. What is happening? He, he kind of ponders for a second. He looks at you. He's, he has a sly smile on. He says, Hmm. Mortimer, you turned me away one time, and I have to say, I don't know if you're lying or not. You're very clever. You're very good. So I'm going to give you this opportunity. And he pull, you know, pulls his cloak aside, and he pulls out a uh a dagger that is kind of just dripping with darkness like you can kind of feel energy radiating off of this and he just kind of holds it in his hands in front of you he says this is a very special blade and then he turns his attention from you over to van richten uh, and says hello old friend it's been a long time i see you still have the bum leg i gave you how's that treating you still sore is that bothering you still and uh, Van Richten, you know, standing uh, right next to her saber-toothed tiger, she's gripping her uh, rapier in one hand very tightly, and her face is clenching up. She says, oh, I always knew it was going to be me and you again, you bastard. He's like, You've, you have eluded me for quite some time. I saw when I was flying around the whole circus act you had in the center of town, I Saw that is very clever. You had me fooled for quite a while. Ugh. And then he turns his attention back to you, Mort. He says, and he holds it out to you. Handle end. Drive that into her heart. And I'll give you anything you want. Well, let's go ahead and focus back on Connie. Connie, you again, <laughs> the uh, commotion outside has calmed down. Any echoing screams that you've heard have seemingly died out. Father Lucian is still praying away, working. Irina standing behind you, terrified. What do you do? You, I, I will say that you hear what sounds just like regular talking outside the doors of the, the church. You can't, can't quite make out what any of it is. You think maybe you, re- you hear it, you know, you recognize that muffles more, but I don't know. Uh, what do you do? That sounds like some pancake ass bitch. <laughs> I will. I'll. I'll tell uh, Irina to to stay with uh, Father Lucian, and I'll. I'll look at Bandit, and I'll. I'll grab his little muzzle in my hands. And I'll say like, "You stay with Irina and Father Lucian. Make sure that they're able to reconsecrate this ground. I'm gonna head up and see what's going on, and I'll go upstairs and I'll. I'll survey what I see in the in the chapel, church, cathedral, synagogue. Okay. I'm going to say maybe you go up there and you find like a window and kind of like get sidle up next to it and kind of peek outside, maybe. Um, I mean, so, yeah, I, I'll go to the top of the top of the ladder and just kind of like, what do I see? Like, just, is, is all the glass just broken in? And All the glass is broken in. Yeah, uh, there's nothing directly in the church where you are at. It's still empty. Uh, the front door is still barred and shut. And seemingly you are alone right now. Um, I'll, if you wanted to discern realities to try and pick up more, you totally could. I, I, I think I would take it at face value because my focus would be on wherever the, the, the talking is coming from since that's, that right. is now piquing my interest. So I would head towards wherever I hear that noise. Okay. 
Yeah, you do that. You sidle up next to uh, one of the front windows and you peek out and you see this scene playing out in front of you. You see, oh, Connie, you also don't have any context to what's going on. You currently see Mort in front of Strahd. You see two daggers at Strahd's feet and you see Strahd holding a very dark black radiating dagger to Mort handle first. Uh, What are you doing with this information, uh, I will knock an arrow, and I will pr- I will I will prepare to be able to shoot Mort if I see him do anything. <laughs> oh boy, shoot Strahd! I would interpret He's the as being. Guy. I know I can't beat Strahd, but uh, but Mort has no <laughs> respect for nature, so I have no respect for them. <laughs> <laughs> as, as I have said before. Okay. Once a recording, I say that. <laughs> you yeah. got to. You got to. You got to. You do this. Let's go back to the crowd. Okay. Uh, Mort, what what are you what are you doing now? All right. Well, I guess I'll um, shuffle towards him, like kind of on my hands and knees, uh, supplicantly. Uh, I'll grab the handle of the um, uh, uh, dagger, Mort, and I think I'm just gonna wait. Hold it. Yes. A- anything. Anything. Strahd, anything. He has a very sly smile, and he says, You're new. I think I brought you here a long time ago. I don't think I have met you with this group of folks. Um, But yes, anything. First shower to me. What? Uh, Strahd laughs, and... He says, hmm, I think we can come to some kind of an arrangement. And he waves his hands in the air and uh, casting some spell that you can't quite recognize. And the general fog that we've talked about so much that just kind of hangs over Mm -hmm. this land and all that. It seems to shift and move and form around you and Strahd and just the environment around you. You feel an energy and you see Strahd reach out and grab something from the air and almost as if he's pulling something back. <gasps> it almost seems like he's pulled what you recognize as like a spirit ah. of somebody, a soul of somebody from the ether and he holds it in his hands. He says, I believe this is who you want to see. And Vincent, you do recognize it's your sister. Her face oh, is contorted no. in confusion and anguish. <gasps> and then he just... Like almost like a magician, like making something in their hands disappear, and then just as quickly as she came, she was gone, and the mists reform around you. Evira, this motherfucker. I'm coming, sister. So, the offer's open. The offer's open. Whoever wants to take out Van Richten, and then Van Richten is standing there, a rapier ready. She's like, "I trust you, bastards." I I grab the dagger, uh, but uh, my intention was to grab the dagger. Right as uh, Vincent started talking, was that did that happen? Okay, we can re- rewind a couple seconds there. I mean, you want to try and grab the dagger out of his hand? Like, are you trying to like quickly grab it to do something or take no, no, it? No, no, no. Like as he's offering it out, just to take it. Um, I think yeah. Let's say you have it in your hands. Let's see what okay. happens with that. You, ha- you you are currently holding it, Vincent. You've seen what you have. You know, you have seen what this. Um, Strahd, he isn't producing another dagger. It, it, you can kind of infer that it's uh, whoever fulfills this request. And you still see Van Richten standing there aside 
in a defensive stance, she's like, I will not go down without a fight. You need to understand that. Uh, I, I stand up and kind of square off in between, like, Strahd, Vincent, and Van Richten. Um, uh, Vincent, are, are you saying anything else? Uh, I guess I, I'll let you know what's happening. <laughs> I was just sitting here and I was like, I can see, I can see from what Tim was looking at on his character sheet. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Maybe not. Maybe I misunderstood what's happening. I'm wasting as much time as possible. I have no intention of betraying the party. I literally just want to waste as much time of Strahd's time uh, as possible um, if I can. So I think that's why I want to kind of see if I can use what Vincent's deal is. If I have to square up uh, and use uh, my dexterous ability to not get stabbed by Van Richten. I'll do it. Can uh, I tell you what I thought you were going to do? What? I thought, because you were looking at the part of your character sheet that has poisons, and I thought you were trying to, like, brush Strahd when you did the handoff and, like, okay, secret poison so him. I am also <laughs> going to do that. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. So, That's uh, why I was like... <laughs> Josh... Okay. I am at some point planning on pocket sanding Strahd, but with pocket blood from the blood vial oh. that I have mixed with blood weed, LOL, so <laughs> that Strahd takes an ongoing D4 damage until cured. So uh, step one, waste as much time as possible so that the, the, the priest uh, can mm. consecrate our zone. Step two... Uh, throw a vial of poisoned human blood at Strahd. Um, and is he gonna drink it? Because he's like, mm, ah, it's you, you know, know what I'm saying it's not gonna be. It's like a little piece. Like I don't know. You know what? It's 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 a. We're probably all gonna die anyways, and I'll oh. probably throw it and then sprint away. How long are you waiting to throw this? Like, is this like you take a couple steps away and it's like, haha, or like? I, I want to know what this looks like to Connie as well, so I can. Maybe roll something. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait as long as squaring up and getting ready to toss the dagger with my right hand. And, and does Strahd, like, say anything as I'm, like, kind of, I don't know, kind of, like, sizing Van Richten up. Like, kind of, like, moving my arm as if I'm going to throw it at them. Before we talk about what Strahd's doing, I want to know what Vincent's doing to this. And Connie, to answer your question, you have zero context as to what's happening out there. I mean, you know how you feel about Mort. I mean, (laughs) you don't have any information here. So my last interaction with Mort up until now was he gave me the bag of bones. Yeah. But like everything before that, like in my personal human recollection in real life, I don't really remember like ever having a a positive encounter with uh Mort. But I think it's but based you did with Duke Silver and Duke Silver loves Mort. Duke Silver's gone, alright? You have to accept <laughs> it. <laughs> Damn. You hear Connie shout wow. from inside, he's gone, okay. So so my my interpretation is if I see so I see Strahd handing Mort a dagger by the hilt. Mort taking the dagger, and 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 I can I think that's kind of where 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 Connie would have to make the decision. Yeah. Um. Yep. And then while you're making that decision, just really quick, Vincent, what are you doing as you're seeing Mort square up? Sorry, sorry, I know Matt. I know you're in the middle of that, Matthew, but there's 
couple of moving pieces because I need to know if Vincent's yeah, going to try and interrupt right too. I will pull out the holy symbol and hold it up and show Strahd that I have it. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. So before I do the next thing, I'm just going to be ambiguous and call it that. Connie, how are you resolving this? Are you shooting or are you not? I, I think I would I would I would have to make a roll for this. Um I think it would be a discern realities. I think it would. <laughs> and, and based based on that <laughs> based on that, Connie would, would either realize that Mort is pulling one over on Strahd or that he's being a pain in the ass. I think that's very fair, yeah, make that roll. All right, certain realities. Tell me, tell me if it use was it use wisdom or uh... plus whiz. All right, that's an eight. An eight. Ask one of the questions. Uh, what is really going on here? I think is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> what is about to happen? Maybe. Uh, may- maybe what here is not what it appears to be. That would be. That would make sense. Yeah, always you, a classic. I think you can tell from Mort's bodily language. I haven't been with him for. A period of time. Yeah, you. It's like you don't. You you know more than enough to be like he would have thrown the damn dagger already. Yeah, like he, he, he never it. put himself face to face with Strahd when he could have done something from a distance. Yeah, or or be be miles away from him at the opportunity. <laughs> so I think what Connie would do is rather than pointing the arrow at um, at Mort, she would have it. She would she would redirect it to pointing it at Strahd. Perfect. And just kind of waiting for. The shit to hit the fan. So, Vincent, when you take out the holy symbol of Ravenkind and you show it to Strahd, he actually throws his head back and laughs. And he's like, oh, yes, that thing. It's a, a very frustrating thing that you found that. You know, I, you caught me by surprise last time. I have to give you credit for that. It's very frustrating that you did, but... Uh, well, I haven't ruled for hundreds of years without learning a thing or two myself, and I don't make mistakes twice. And then he turns back around and walks to his cart, and he reaches, well, not his cart, his uh, carriage. He reaches inside and grabs something, and he hurls it out, and on the ground in front of you, you see him holding by the back of, by his hair, actually, uh, and he draws his own long sword and holds it to the neck of Ismark. Oh, God damn it! Well, also, who gives a shit? And he says, I've brought my own insurance this time. If you try anything with that little holy symbol, and I do not leave here with what I want, Ismark's blood will be spread on the street, and he... <sighs> will meet the dead souls of so, so many that have been lost here. This is not a threat. This is a promise. Fuck. Um, and then he calls out, and Connie, um, you, you can hear this very clearly from where you're standing, and he says, Irina, I think I'm done asking now. I think it's time you accompany me back to the castle and learn who you really are. I guess what is what is everybody doing at the moment? How does everybody respond to this? He's give he's given his ultimatum. I mean, Mort, you're still poised with the dagger at this yeah. point. 
Vincent, you have the holy symbol. Connie, you're aiming an arrow. I need. I guess I need to know specifically. Ember, <laughs> Rockstar, what are y'all doing? Oh, good. You're well, an old vampire spawn standoff right now. Yeah, we really are. Like, okay, so sorry. Just, just to, just to clarify the situation for myself. So he's got his mark for real, for real. Like he's here. Is that what's happening? It looks like it. Okay. If you think that there might be an, an illusion of some kind or some yeah. kind of trickery, you can try and cast. Discern realities. Yeah, or let me spell. let me do that. I gotta do discern realities. Um, I'm stressed out. Uh, yeah. I don't think we're fight strong enough to beat six vampire spawns, a nightmare, and straw. Oh, That's there's my other, Okay, so out of character, actually, because I mean, spell wise, like I guess. I guess the question is, how quick is Straw's trigger finger and things? Like, can you get a spell off before he's gonna kill his mark, or like? I mean, an I ancient, generations-old vampire lord. probably can respond, I would yeah. assume. Because we're not going to be able to, like, take him out in one shot. And no. I don't know. I'm not roll very good either. Uh, I only got an eight. Okay, I think I figured out what Vincent's going to do if nobody else is going to act first. Okay. So, yeah, so I got an eight for discerned realities. Um, okay. You can ask one from the list. Why here is useful or valuable to me? Ooh. <laughs> I think the knowledge, and may, this may fit, seem like a cop-out, but I would say I think you've also picked up on the fact that Mortimer is not turned against you. Yeah, so I know, so I think, okay. I think that's very useful to that, know well, right yeah. now, because that's that's one less problem to yes. deal with at the moment. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay. Cause, okay, cause, so let me just say what I was thinking. So I have the spell... Uh, Fireball. Uh, no cage. Ooh. <laughs> so I was like, what if I push her on a cage? That'd be sick. I could try. Yeah, you could try. Kick my ass, but. Okay. Before you roll, uh, Roxar, what are you doing? Are you causing problems on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, is, that is what he was going to be doing. <laughs> I feel like Roxar hasn't realized what's happening with Mort yet. Rox is like, hell yeah, finally, let's Chaos. go on Strahd's side. Mort's so cool. But he also doesn't want, like, Mort to die. Yeah. So he is going to be trying to firebrand uh, Van Richten into punching Mort. Okay, yeah, cool. Whoa! <laughs> uh, let me pull up firebrand, because I always forget what that does, but go ahead and make... Uh, your- introduce a new idea to an NPC. Make a roll, baby. Oh. This idea is punch Mort. Punch Mort. Must save Mort from himself. Oh, oh, right. It's plus charisma. So this is... He's acting out. <laughs> Shit, I forgot my charisma's real good. Uh, <laughs> this is a nine. We're going to get so punched. I feel like the default, like, staying for a day or two is ridiculously long for, like, a, a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I have to punch Mort. Oh, let me at it. <laughs> We finally win, standing over the cur- the, the the crumpled corpse of Strahd, and Moore just gets socked in the head and drops like a bag of potatoes. Yeah, because all it says is they believe the idea to be their own and they take it with fervor. So that I, to me, that just reads like Van Richten's just like I gotta punch Moore. Yeah, just gotta face it. Needs to be punched, <laughs> and he feels the, feels that way for a day or two. Wow. Fades after a day or two. That's cool. <laughs> Why is that the default? I mean, that's not the default because that implies that the the ten plus it's permanent. They just always forever want to punch, <laughs> right? 
so yeah, Van Richten just like w- takes the dagger and just walks up to Mort and clocks Morton in the face. Just says, "I don't have time for this shit." Um, I don't know, Mort, if you want to try and defend yourself. Yeah, for- if I saw Van Richten not getting the gist, I would, <laughs> I would act. But like right now, I'm definitely waiting. Um, mm. Standoff. Right, tra- trying to buy time. Trying to buy time. But this, as soon as anyone, Vincent, um, um, Roxar, Van Richten, Strahd, starts to do anything, is when. I would defend myself. Mort's gonna pop off. Pop off. So, if unless uh, Van Richten is extremely powerful, in which case we have a fighting chance. Um, well, I'm totally fine sacrificing Tim. Is like, hey, gaining a Van Richten, losing a war, that's a good trade, baby. Um, but if yeah, Mort, Mort. if uh, Van Richten was moving towards me threateningly, I would is when I would pop off. Okay. Are you going to fight back against Van Richten or just try and take it like stage fighting almost? I am going to w- throw the dagger at Van Richten, but aiming for their fake leg. In the same motion, going to grab the vial. So it's kind of like a, yeah, and throw <laughs> behind me. I wish those of you listening could have seen that. Like throw <laughs> forward and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's okay. he's doing he's doing his hands are moving opposite directions. <laughs> and then throw the vial of poisoned human blood at Strahd. Before I have you roll, I want to get all of the pieces on the table of who's <laughs> doing what. Uh, so Vincent, you're seeing uh, more act. Slow mo bullet bullet time. What do you do? <laughs> I'm gonna turn undead with the with the uh, the amulet there. Whoa. Okay, Ember, what are you doing? I mean, I guess I might as well try to cast my spell, right? Yeah, cage him, baby. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Uh, Ismark is okay. a acceptable loss. Yeah, fuck him. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Connie, what do you what are you doing? Because of everything that's happened in the past, we'll say 15 minutes. Uh. So Strahd mentions uh, Irina and all for a second, like Connie will drop down from the window and like kind of do the look back for Irina, like just kind of survey what she can see from within the, uh, the church. If she doesn't see anything, she'll go back and then she sees stuff pop off and then she's going to volley at Strahd. Okay. I will say when you look back to just kind of see, make sure nothing's happening in the church. Irina is kind of peeking out from the ladder at this point. She's hearing a lot of talking, not a lot happening, a lot of talking though. Uh, but yeah, if you turn back and you volley, so for your actions and uh, Mortimer, since you are doing kind of a fake throw and also then chucking it at Strahd, mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to have you defy danger and also volley. Defy danger to Make sure you hit Van Richten in the fake leg. Acting fast. Uh, acting fast, yeah. And then volleying to try and hit Strahd with this vial. All right. Defy danger. Ooh. Acting fast. Ooh. Rolling now. And then we're going to go down the list of everybody else's rolls. Uh, that is an 11 to defy danger. Okay, yeah. You, you chuck this black dagger, and when it hits Van Richten's leg... It almost looks like a small explosion, almost kind of like picture up like a black hole kind of thing. It like kind of like and then shrinks in and Van Richten's leg shatters. 
Oops. And Vanrickton <laughs> falls to the ground. <laughs> roll for your volley. All right. I hope Woo! I roll better. Can we fix Vanrickton's leg? That's wood. Uh, yeah, but it's, it was actually, it. it's, it's actually made out of metal. Oh, whoops. Uh, a little worse. Uh, uh, eight volley. Okay. So you rolled an eight for volley. Um... Let's go down. So, Vincent, what was your roll for the holy symbol? I rolled a nine plus three minus one, so eleven. Eleven. Okay. And then Amber for your spell. <laughs> okay, I gotta, I'm so stressed. <laughs> Please roll good. I did not roll good. I rolled bad. <laughs> I got a six total. Oh no. <laughs> okay. She marks experience. You do mark experience. There you go. <laughs> god damn it level seven here we come also grave hello yeah uh we're job creators specifically for millivage and uh uh horde so the spell absolutely does not work like you see the cage starting to form around strahd and yeah let's also wrap it up connie what was your volley roll not great (laughs) not great no mark experience (laughs) So I will say, I I did set this up because this was a hell of a coordinated, quick effort. If all of you had managed to get get this, this would have gone much differently. Gotta imagine we killed Strahd now, and, and Josh is like, I thought like, there was well, gonna be another recording, but I guess we did it. Did. We did it. So let me let me describe what's going on here. Mortimer, as you throw the dagger Pocket into blood. Van Richten's leg and turn around and chuck the vial of blood. Strahd, you see, you, out of the corner of your eye, you see Strahd get his trademark sly smile. And then with the hand that was holding Ismark by the head, he drops it, drops him, lifts up his hand and snaps. And then just like the first day you entered this Barovia, the day that you came upon Death House, the mists begin encroaching upon you. And it is very hard to see. It is almost suffocating. You do feel that general hum of magic all around you. And you feel, again, you guys have kind of gotten used to that general, I feel shitty nature yeah. of this land. Yeah. You feel as you did the first day you got here, like you feel weighed down, tired, exhausted. Just- this is just America in 2020. This <laughs> yeah, is what exactly. It's like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you do hear the shatter of your blood vial as it hits him and he winces. It's just, ugh. Ember, you try and cast your cage around him and you see the cage begin to form. But as the the mists encroach around it, your spell, as it starts to try and take form, it just, it fizzles out and stops. Um, and I'm going to say that you, you cannot cast cage until the next time you prepare spells. That's fair. And you're going to take <laughs> minus one ongoing to cast spells Shit. until you next prepare. <laughs> Damn, bro. I beat you so bad. <laughs> it's a stressful situation. Connie, you attempt to shoot, but as the mists uh, encroach upon them, it your shot goes wide and you hear it thunk into the side of his carriage. And then, Vincent, you lift up the holy symbol. It shines the bright sunlight. Um, however, because... You guys weren't able to completely fully get the drop on him and the mists have encroached in. Its effects seem somewhat muted. The vampire spawn that are around, they screech and recoil at um, at the sight of the light. 
uh, and they do, they retreat and back off. So it is just you, Ismark, the party, and Strahd. But Strahd still stands strong in front of you. He says, I said I do not make the same mistake twice. <laughs> and he picks up Ismark once again oh, no. by the head. Oh, no. And he says, I'm going to ask one more time. Wait, sorry. I know. Sorry. Does... What's up? We, uh, he's Van... taking damage. He's burning right now. Yeah. But does like... Van Richten have the Sun Sword? Uh, do you ask? Do you ask that of Van Richten? No. I. I this is Tim Lanning. I was like, how we? How did we ever think we're gonna fight Strahd? Oh, that's right. We need the sword. Where's the sword? I think Van Richten has it. I don't remember. Yes. Van Richten on the ground, uh, with their shattered leg. They reach into their pocket, and as subtly as possible, you see them draw the hilt of the sun sword and try and like push it toward you. So yeah, you this is this is currently happening. You see them pushing it toward you. I would say maybe you're probably just facing them, so like you're between Strahd and Van Richten. Yeah, well, I, I'm still watching at Strahd to see if I, I hit him, so okay. I probably don't even see Van Richten. Got it. I, I try to firebrand Van Richten with the idea of you don't need to punch Mort anymore <laughs> listen when i said that before i changed my <laughs> mind <joke. laughs> Do it. my favorite part of this though is if if i fail <laughs> van richten like publicly says how much he wants to punch more i want to punch more <laughs> go ahead and roll van richten's gonna die because of all the conflicting like <laughs> brain things gonna get a, a brain stroke i i got the good roll Whew. uh i got an eight Okay, and you know what? Let's go ahead and put this into it. Just put, let's slot it into the cannon, rewind a little bit. That causes Van Richten to snap out of it, mm. and you can clearly see since you're looking at them, you see them sliding the hilt of the sun sword that you previously saw in the hotel room toward Mort. Um, Van Richten, he has once again picked up uh, Ismark by the hair, who. Ismark, I have not described yet, looks like shit. <laughs> Ismark. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's Ismark. Face. I mean, he looks like faces, shit before, but even yeah. more so now. Face is bruised and bloody. Oh, a lot man. of their long white hair has fallen out. Oh. Like they, they, they've not been doing well since the last time Oof. you saw them. This is Irina's brother, right? Yes. Yeah. This is Irina's brother. And Irina's inside. Irina is inside. Okay. 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 Oh man, so many move, so many pieces <laughs> happening right now. So many moving pieces. Um, he says, "I will ask one." more time Strahd's talking he's not he's not killing he's not killing yet but he, he he again he's holding the sword right at Ismark's neck he says Irina I sincerely hope you're listening right now Vincent charges Strahd with his mace yes yes <laughs> give her back you monster and I and I rolled it to hit the sack slash and it didn't do good <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a six plus negative one. So five? Five's good, right? Sick. Yeah, he got it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure five hits. Uh, you run towards Strahd, Maze held high, screaming to bring her back. Oh, man. And oh, 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 you're going to hate me for this, Carrie, but I'm going to do this because this is fun. <laughs> this is the fun answer. Um, he, as you approach him, he... Knocks you back effortlessly yeah. with a backhand with the sword he's holding, just effortlessly backhands you, but it sends you flying. It feels oh. like you got hit by a truck. Oh, and you go no. flying back into 
your box. And you crash into your box, <gasps> and your box breaks open. And the rest of you looking and seeing the scene, you will see there are medical supplies falling out of this box, just general stuff. And oh, wait, is that a body? Wait, what? <gasps> There's a body in the box. No! Uh, the body kind of looks like that spirit that you just oh, saw. No! And that's just something y'all have to deal with later, I guess. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Shrod says, now as I was saying, you guys can deal with that later. <laughs> Irina, I hope you're listening. I will drive this sword through the neck and heart of dear Ismark here if you do not come with me. I am tired of asking. We've had a lot of fun here today. I, I, certainly, I've had a great time here. I know what you're currently doing in there, by the way. The bones, that was me. That was my idea. It was I, crazy thing. You had nothing to do with this. You all can actually walk away guilt-free. This was not your fault. I've had this planned for months. Like this, this was supposed to just be fun because there's nothing more hilarious than these people partying every week saying oh our parties keep the devil away oh and then just breaking that sure they can reconsecrate this ground and keep my minions at bay but do you ever think things are really going to be the same here Strahd's a bit of a fuck right <laughs> Strahd's awful I would like to roll a parlay with Irina to keep her from going with Strahd. Yeah, I was going to say, Irina has probably come up and joined you at this point, so she knows what's happening now. She's aware of, and she's scared. She's like, she's hyperventilating. She's like, this is Mark. It's all the family I have left. So go ahead and roll and parlay with her. Yeah, I'm not, my, my charisma's not great. It's okay, but I feel like this is appropriate. <clears throat> I got a seven. You got a seven. So what are you saying to Irina? What are you doing to convince her when her brother, her only family? Oh, te technically, it's an eight, but it's the same. It's the same block. Um, okay. <laughs> same result. Irina, I need you to trust us. Strahd, the devil, whatever, is going to do whatever he wants to try and get at you, and we are going to do our best to protect you. And if... I'm sorry for, for Ismark and what might happen to him, but I promise, we promise that we won't let the same fate befall you. So um, this is going to feel like me being a stickler. You have to give her something concrete, though. Mm. Irina, she's starting to stop. She's like, that's the only family I have left. I have no one else. My father is gone. My mother is gone. Everyone I've heard, ever known, Ismark is it. After everything we've been through... Couldn't we be your family? Oh, no. Beautiful. And then uh, Connie will leap through the broken window and try and volley Strahd again <laughs> in, a, in an effort at least to uh, delay Strahd or this, this union so that uh, Father Lucian can continue his, his consecration. Okay. Roll to volley. I guess... <sighs> Yeah, you're going out the front. You don't need to roll to defy danger. Roll to volley. You're leaping out of this church to shoot. I'm going to be honest. I have a plus zero on this, so I got to I gotta get, like, average or better on the dice. Yeah, just do good. Uh, I didn't. Okay. I got another four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if anything, I'm trying to also trying to just distract Strahd. That's, that's a real goal here. Strahd, as you shoot at him, 
lifts the sword from Ismark's neck and then just effortlessly reposts them. The arrows just slice in half and just bounce off his sword effortlessly. And he sighs and he's like, this is the problem with dealing with adventurers. They always want to be heroes. They always think they're heroes. (sighs) Oh, well. And he lifts it back up to Ismark's throat and slits his throat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fair, fair. And he's like, I gave you many chances. And all you had to do was bring her with me. You you dabble with things you don't understand. You are here because I invited you, but you will continue to suffer here because I demand it. I am the lord of this domain. And he levies his... um, sword and he points it at you Connie being the one who most recently attacked him and he lunges at you whoa what do you do uh I'll do two things (laughs) I'll call the bandit to try and defend me and I will (gasps) drop my bow and draw my spear to try and repost okay or at least defend myself uh so bandit yeah bursts through the doors of this church breaking through the barred door kool-aid man's through the door (laughs) yeah Yeah. and is attacking with you so you get to add that to your role for doing this attack i assume this is just like a defend if you're trying to strike back are you just trying to defend yourself or are you trying to fight back? There's there's not really a, there's not really a role for this uh, because it he doesn't have armor, right? So it doesn't it doesn't really benefit me. It's more like because we are we are in in essential essentially we're a unit. Mm-hmm. It's more to like get him out to just help me deal with the situation. What I mean, what I more mean is, are you going to fight back against Strahd, or are you purely just trying to repose and protect? Because for would- for this particular effort right now, I'm just going to defend. I would say that would be a defy danger. Okay, if they're if the if they're trying to, he's lunging at you, and you're trying to just get out of the way without taking any harm. That would be a defy danger. Uh, the rest of you, I would be thinking about what you would be doing in this very moment right now, because we'll get to you in a second. What stat is it? Okay, it's first off, I rolled ten. What stat is it? <laughs> Uh, for this, getting out of the way or acting fast, that'd be plus dex, but a 10. Uh, my dex is nine, so it's, it's your, it's a plus zero, so it's a 10. Yes, so you are able to nimbly get out of the way as straw, I, I would actually almost say you're standing there with your spear in hand, tr- levied at straw, just hoping you get a stab in as they lunge you, and bandit swoops in behind you, like maybe uses its big teeth to grab you by the scuff of your collar and pulls you <laughs> out of the way. I love that. He's got grabby hands. He's got hands. <laughs> Would he run on his hind legs to like grab you and pull you away though? Waddle over and shove you lightly. It's just it's just like you see from off screen a hand like a really weird like hand <laughs> comes and yoinks uh, Connie out of the way. Kind of like bad CGI from Lord of the Rings, uh, the two towers when or I think it was two towers <laughs> when like uh What's his name? The the elf boy pulls something like up Legolas. on the the mount. Legolas, Legolas pulls yeah. something like up on the mount with him. I think it was oh. Gimli. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gimli. Were you? He yeah. just like. I was so. like, Whoa! <laughs> he flips up. And you're like, how? How's that even human? Nope. It's like way. Just, that's that's way too fast. Elf strength. But but dire raccoon strength. Yes. Strahd strikes nothing but air. Okay. 
you can all, you, I will say you actually smell kind of the, the singeing from the bloodweed that Mortimer threw at him. Uh, it's still <laughs> burning. Um, you also will notice that he is careful about where he is placing his steps, trying not to go too near Vincent, who does have the amulet at the moment. Ooh, the amulet okay, does not seem okay. like it's having its full effect on Shrod at the moment. Um, but I will say it is pretty obvious to tell that while he is lunging, he is uh, being careful where he stands. Sunlight still does affect him, despite him finding a somewhat mitigating factor. Hmm. What do the rest of you do? I, I have a question first. So yes. you said that Strahd slit is Mark's throat. And he's yes. Is he like ouch? Is it is it like how bad is it? Is it look like something he could? Per- That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, so you're gonna deal with it. well because yeah. okay because I in my mind it was like, what if I try to like polymorph him? So like one of those throat slits, you survive. <laughs> I've seen the Umbrella Academy. So Ismar, I'll just go ahead and say, I know Vince said he's going to do something. Ismar doesn't look great. Just on the ground, just like. And then he's not like kinda. currently dead just yet. He's not currently dead, but he do have a slit open okay. throat. But, but so it sounds like regardless, I should not be dealing with him because it sounds like Vincent's going to deal with that a in doctor. a second. Huh? You're, you're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. What? Uh, I mean, I think in that case, I'm probably going to try to fireball. Fireball! Try to fireball him. Try to fireball him. Do it. Can I go? Do it now? Okay. Now, you remember, because of your failed cage, you do take minus one. Okay. Oh, all right, Dice. Listen, I'm counting on you right now, okay? I'm, do, do good. They did, they did not. They did not do great. Um. Oh, no. So, that's a seven. Seven. That does succeed, though. Okay. Seven does succeed. Uh, you have to choose one from the list. Either you forget it until the next time you prepare, you take a minus one, or draws attention, or creates some kind of trouble, I think is the last one. Okay. Fireball? I feel like I need fireball. I don't really... I think I should not forget fireball. Okay. Draw attention. If we no, I already... I mean, I'm already fireballing him, <laughs> yeah. so... Uh, okay. Let's see. So now let me do the damage, because it's 2d6 damage. Oh, so six. Six damage total. And it ignores armor. And it ignores armor. Yeah, yeah, forget your armor. Oh, that's very good to know, actually. That is extremely good to know. I should have read in his face, also, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you hurl this fireball, you form it in front of you, and just push it at Strahd, and it sails, and it actually does hit him. Uh, the last time you guys tried to use a fireball against him, he was able to rebuff it. Like it had no effect. Yes, yes, uh, yes. But this this hits him and it nails him in the face. Yeah. And he You like that? You like that bit? And it's like <laughs> he after after shaking his head and like putting it out, you see his hair is singed, his face has burns on it, and he is staring you down right now. Ember is flossing. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just flossing, but like very slow though. <laughs> as a power move. Vincent. Are you are you running over to Ismark now? Uh, yes, I run over there as fast as I can, and I check him. And as I'm la- uh, leaning over him, I go, "Random undead dude, go attack Strahd." <laughs> okay. And they just they they shuffle over there and they try and swat at him. Take that! Uh, I don't even know what kind of fucking roll that would be. Well, wait, okay, it's an undead, and you use, like, a, a radiant light magic oh, item. Oh, maybe he's dust now. <laughs> I think that undead's, that, that undead's gone, dog. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Um, yep. All right, so then I'm just, I'm, then I'm just gonna attend uh, to... Enjoy hell. 
he's not dead. He's he's gurgling, but you know, I, I'm I'm checking his wound and keeping it elevated. And I'm gonna cast cure major wounds on him. Or, no, I think it's just cure wounds. Ooh. Okay. Let's see what it is. Cure moderate. It's, it's gonna be okay. That's going to be a six, seven, eight, nine, ten plus three, so a thirteen. Okay. Yeah. The, and I got lots of stuff for this. Sorry, sorry. I am a doctor. <laughs> now, <laughs> uh, empower uh, on a on a ten plus. You have the opportunity to choose from the seven to nine list, which you can, which you may choose one of these effects. The spell effects are doubled. So I'm doubling my healing on him on top of, you know, I just got a whole bunch of healing stuff. Let's just keep going. <laughs> okay. So that's actually very handy to know. Uh, the slit in Ismark's throat begins to knit closed. Oh, yeah. uh, the bleeding oh, yeah. stops. Some color returns to his face. His, act- his bruises and cuts that are on his Ooh. face begin to go down. And he is stable. He, he yes. is awake and he takes a breath and he's like, <sighs> who are you? <laughs> and then he looks over and he sees Strahd uh, staring down the rest of the group. And then he just gets, you know, on his high, like on his legs and hands, just like scurries back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crab walks backwards, basically. Um Roxar, Mort, what are you two doing? <laughs> I will say at this very moment, uh, after being burned, you see uh, Strahd staring down Ember, sword in hand. Whoopsie! <laughs> you just saw a fireball strike Strahd that seemed to have some effect. What are the two of you doing? Uh, Roxar definitely summons his flaming whip, his burning brand. Yeah! Okay. <sighs> it's an eight. Eight. So it's either a handheld item, a thrown item, you get plus one damage, or you can remove the dangerous tag. <sighs> I'm going to remove dangerous. Ooh, just kidding. Sounds good. Um, you summon your burning whip that you have. I guess, Mort, what are you doing at this moment? So, I mean, Mort was staring at Strahd. Uh, Tim knows that Van Richten was sliding over. I think what, what Mort would do would be like, oh, wow, that dagger sure was rad, and then go to try to, like, get it back from Van Richten. Okay. Uh, Yeah, sure. The dagger is there on the ground next to Van Richten, still kind of teeming with its darkness. Okay. So as I do that, I'm like, sorry, I was just trying to buy us time. I didn't realize it was going to absolutely destroy your leg. That's I feel really shitty. Uh, Yeah, it's okay. All I'm going to say and suggest is... I maybe wouldn't use the weapon that he gave you on him because that's probably not going to work, but maybe this might be of some use. Like, I, I don't think he would give you like a super destructive dagger, you know, without some kind of catch if you try to use it on him, but maybe this might help. And You're right, you're right. I knew that. And, and holds out the, uh, the, the hilts of the sun sword in oh, front of shit. you. Oh, <laughs> shit! I grab it. Nice. Okay, so I want to just paint the scene for everybody. It's Roxar... And Mort side by side. <laughs> Roxar snaps the burning brand whip. And I don't know, Mort, do you ignite the, the blade? No. <laughs> no? Okay. Because <laughs> I uh, uh, Mort doesn't want to give let him know it's coming. At the last minute, I want to ignite the blade. Oh, sneaky Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Roxar, are you going to attack immediately? 
Or you you holding off for a second? I feel like not immediately. Okay. Ember, he, Strahd, is now walking menacingly towards you and holds... Oh, this is JoJo. Like, this is some Dio ship It is very sure. Dio ship. Holds their sword wide, and he is going to try and do the same lunge that he did on Connie against you. Okay. Are you going to try and engage him in melee, or are you going to try and just dodge? I think I'm going to try to dodge. I don't think I should do melee. Is there is there any is there any reaction that we can do? Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm like, I should just limit. The I mean, the reaction was rocks are igniting their burning brand. That's why I was trying to see if rocks are trying to interrupt. Uh, if you wanted to try and aid uh, Amber in some way to try and distract and throw off this strike, you could. I wanted to cast a spell. I don't know if that counts. I would have you roll twice. I would have you roll to cast a spell and roll to aid. This is this is more of a, a mechanics version because there's two there's two different spells I could cast. If I cast light, it says that an item I touch glows with divine light. I don't know if that means holy or not. Mm. Like if that would if that would help our situation, mm. or I could cast sanctify and make holy water. And then try and splash Strahd with holy water. <laughs> so those those are my options. I, w- I think I would go for light based on him being a vampire. But if that mechanically doesn't work, I, well, I think what I would do is I would cast to make holy water and then aid in the sense that I would try and splash him with holy water. Now, those are cleric spells, right? Correct. And I have God amongst the wastes. Those are both rote spells. Got it. I'm just taking a look. So light. It says, an item you touch glows with divine light, about as bright as a torch. It gives off no heat or sound and requires no fuel, but is otherwise like a mundane torch. So I, 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 I don't know if divine light just means it's just like an incantation that is of light, not holy in nature. I, I think it would be radiant light if it was, you know hurt vampire type of light, but I think you could try and sanctify maybe a flask of water that you have on you. I, I think I, in that case, I would do that. Okay. And that, I so I guess my two rules would be one to cast a spell and then two to, yeah, aid. And then Ember, if you want to defy danger while they're doing this. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right, so uh, my, my, my cast a spell was an eight. Okay. So I cast it, but I assume I would draw unwelcome attention to me. Yeah. By doing this. And then I will roll to aid. Was that, sorry, was that minus one for just casting spells? Just casting spells. Okay. So you would be defying danger plus dex in this case. And plus dex. Uh, and I have a bond with Ember, so that is an 11. Uh, so I can either give a, I can I can either give her a plus one or a minus two to Strahd. Yes. Uh, so Josh, I will have uh, draw unwelcome attention or put myself in the spot, and I will aid uh, Ember in splashing Strahd with the the holy water and giving him a minus two. I got a five. Yay! Total? Uh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to take that minus two against the damage that Straub would do. I'm trying to find the right dice. It sounds like he rolled too many dice. <laughs> he rolls 2d something. Uh, and Ember, uh, as Strahd lifts 
his sword uh, above you, prepared to strike. You attempt to dodge, but you just you like, can't do it in time because uh. he's so fast. <laughs> you do see a, a flask of holy water smashes against the back of Strahd's head yes. and it makes it causes him to stumble for a second. Yes. Out of curiosity, what is your armor? My armor? You have armor? I don't, but I do have this thing. Hold on. So so I have a thing called Arcane Ward. So as long as you have at least one prepared spell of first level or higher, you have a plus two armor. Oh, cool. Okay. That's good to know. So definitely have that. <laughs> Strahd hits you for 12 damage. Whoa! Holy shit. Brings it down on you. Yeah. No, that's why I was really trying to make sure I had all the numbers right. Well, I'm not uh, dead. So that's good news, everyone. Sick. I had set... I have 17 hit points, so now I have five. Cool. Mort, Vincent, Roxar, what are y'all doing? Well, I think at this time, I want to run forward and uh, uh, stab him with a sun sword. Okay. Roll to hack and slash. Okay. Um, is the sun sword, is it, am I able to use dex or do I have to use strength? You have to use strength. Fuck. You're attacking an enemy in May. Oh, uh, you have a rogue thing, don't you? It's not, well, it's not like inherently built in, you know? <laughs> I feel like rogue has a thing. Or like, a, it has, I have backstab. Surprised or defenseless enemy with a melee weapon. Yeah, I'm not surprised or defenseless, though. Yeah, nothing really in the, the rules. Yeah, I'm sure he's surprised it's the sun sword. <laughs> Because we, we, I mean, we first started, it was basically like, all right, apparently there are some weapons in Dungeon World that have whatever Dungeon World's version of finesse is. Um, uh, yes, it's weapons with the precise tag. Yes, that's what I it would is. be willing to give this that. Like, it is a lightsaber, effectively. Uh, not unlike wielding a rapier, where it's a very thin blade rather than a broadsword. I would be willing to give that. Yay! Uh, ten. Ten. Okay. You run up to Strahd and just, do you just stab him with it? Uh, yeah. Pretty straightforward. You pierce, you pierce, pierce, you run forward, you stab it into him. Uh, do you do like that thing where you like put the hilt to him first and then ignite it? I wasn't, but that rules. So yes, I do. That's exactly what I do. You run through and it pierces through, uh, Strahd's cloak and armor that he has there and he just feeling that and he like turns around and sees you just standing there holding the the (laughs) sun sword in him back uh roll for damage still d8 or is anything weird with it uh d8 plus two for a magical sun weapon sicko i do three damage three damage I pulled a Matthew and rolled a one. Thank you, thank you, Tim. <laughs> Three damage. Three damage. Strahd, it just does one, kind of does that badass thing uh, where as you stab him, he fries himself off of you. <laughs> and then as a show of force, he turns back around to you. He grabs you by the shoulders and pulls you towards him ah! and he stabs himself with it again. Whoa. And he, uh, he, go ahead. You can go ahead and roll damage roll again. Roll damage again, Tim, please. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. Six. Okay. And he looks at you and he just says, it's been a long time since I've seen something like that. <laughs> He's horny now. Guy, he to get fucked. Are all 
full of surprises. I kiss. I and kiss his nose. <laughs> he grabs you. He takes both of his hands. Oh. He actually he drops his sword. You hear it clatter to the ground. Grabs your head with both of his hands and just begins squeezing. <laughs> and then in this moment, you hear just it breaks the silence all around you. You hear Irina just says, "Just stop. Just stop. You're a sick fuck." And Strahd says, oh, I've been called worse in my time. <laughs> wow. I'll come with you. Just leave them alone. And then he says, mm. okay, go ahead and get on the carriage, dear, and we'll talk this out. And you all interest me, assuming she's willing to come through with this. If you want to have this for real and have this final showdown as it is, and really see what I am capable of. And let's be let's be factual. I would like to see what you're capable of. We can have this final match right in my own halls. A grand venue for our final battle, wouldn't you say? And he's still holding your face more and kind oh. of like almost like doing that creepy thing where he's kind of like rubbing it and like moving your cheeks around. He's like, what do you think? And he's looking at all of you. He's still got the sun sword like sticking through him at this point. <laughs> he does not give a fuck. He does look, I will say this, I will say this. Unlike the last time you fought him where you didn't do anything, he looks roughed up. You okay. guys have done something this time. Like he does not look like he, you know, he's gone through this unscathed. Like he's taken damage. Like he still has burns on his face. His hair is singed. He has a burning sun sword through him you can still smell the blood weed on him like you guys have done some damage to him but he wants us to come to his house and fight yeah i guess i'm just trying to figure out like why would we just be like all right you can leave and i guess we'll fight you after you have time to uh uh regenerate he's gonna have home field advantage he's gonna have home field advantage i i think because he's about to pop your head like a like a like a cherry tomato that that's i was gonna say that's exactly it he has like he he is currently holding your head. He's got yes. the leverage on us right I, now. I am willing to sacrifice more <laughs> to try and end <laughs> this here. I'm a good doctor, but I'm not that, that okay. good a doctor. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's actually this this is a decision everybody has to make. I guess Connie seems like she's in to just let it happen. More, what do you think at this present like, moment? Like, like in the moment, he did the right thing. But let's be honest, my bond hasn't changed yet. So I mean. <laughs> Uh, I I would say, just just go with them. <laughs> Drop me. <laughs> okay. And is everybody else just kind of backing off, or is everybody still poised and ready to fight? Yeah, you know, I think Ember's backing. Ember's backing off because Ember doesn't want more to die. Because <laughs> also, Ember just got fucked up too. Also, let's that. not forget that. Yeah. Let's also meantime, not forget that. Ever. I don't have like yeah. I I I I'm not in good shape to be able to fight right now for several reasons. Okay. Vincent will uh, back off. Vincent will back off. Roxar? Roxar doesn't want Mort to die. Uh, yeah. So he, he takes a couple steps back, but he does not let go of the flaming flaming whip. Yeah, only Connie wants Mort to die. Connie doesn't care if Mort dies. This is the difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the... She, she, she doesn't actively want him to die, right. but if he did die, oh well. Oopsies. I mean, we all sacrificed Ismark. What's, what's another... And he turned dude. out just fine. Yeah, that's going to be really awkward at the Krabby Catfish later. Ooh, that's our bad. Strahd just, he loosens his grip on Mort's face and just kind of pats you on the cheek and he says, you put on a hell of a show. I'm, frankly, I got concerned a 
once or twice there, but hey, let's let's do this for real very soon. And then he kind of just very lightly pushes you back, the sword out from his body. He takes his cape and very dramatically, obviously, like throws it over yeah. his shoulder. <laughs> but we can see the we can see the hole in it though. Ah, it's like slightly burnt. He says, until we see each other again, and I do hope it's very soon. And he shuts the door to the carriage. And then a moment later, the the nightmare begins, you know, turning in the street, walking, running, and then taking off. And just as quickly as Strahd showed up here, disappears among the clouds. And then it just begins to rain as all of you are beaten, bloody, and bruised Ugh. in the streets. Connie's fine. Of Alaki. Connie's doing great. <laughs> Connie, Connie had Connie had a big raccoon. Con, Connie, Connie has had has had her her core shaken, but she's fine. Yeah. She's she's hale and hearty. <laughs> I feel like we did bad. All right. Well, I think that is where we will call today. Yeah. Woo! 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 I mean, we could have done worse. We could have done worse. Like No, you guys did very well. You've you gotten much stronger since the last time you fought Strong. I'm gonna be honest, I don't yeah. I don't think it is Mark needed to live. <laughs> he's, kind of, he's kind of a punk. That's because you just want to be Irina's only family. Yeah, it's because he's kind of, he kind of he kind of failed. Yeah, he's kind of he kind of gave up early and just was like a drunk. I took an oath as a doctor. Mm-hmm. I couldn't let him yeah. die. Yes, yes, the hippopotamus oath. Yeah, that's we're all one. familiar. <laughs> <laughs> we all love it. Fuck, that was good though. <sighs> well, thank you guys so much. I hope you had fun. Yeah, that was great. Thank you, Josh. Strahd's mean. He's so rude. Strahd is very mean. He's not not a good man. That pan- he he deserves a pancake ass. He does. He he's just too bad. As we as we discussed last time, goodness is stored in the ass. Mm-hmm. If you have a pancake ass, then you then know you've got to do that's a bunch why. of squats to yeah. get good. Yeah, and by squats you mean good deeds. That's yeah. Right. Oh, yes. the good. Yeah, so yeah. The squats of the Lord. I don't know. <laughs> the squats of the soul. The squats of friendship. <laughs> good deeds are just the squats of the heart. Yeah. <laughs> Heart squats. If you can't have a physical pancake, uh, you can't have a physical dump truck ass, have a dump that's, truck heart. Yes. Oh, oh yes. my God. Wow. That's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. Everyone, go out there and work on your dump truck hearts, please. <laughs> Y'all, if you liked this, make sure you go over to geeklyank.com and listen to all the other great podcasts with Geekly Inc., such as Greetings Adventures, Dear Internet, Brute Force, Sayer, Transformation Sequence, Naruto Review To, Inks and Issues, Welcome to St. Pax, and I think I got them all this time. Uh, maybe Bounty Buddies, because fuck, yeah, who knows? <laughs> Westworld Season 3, when's that coming out? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, baby. baby. It's coming, baby. Just wait. Hope so. Hope so. Why not? So support support my adorable wife. Listen to Sex with Ghosts. Forlorn Adventurers. Yeah, Forlorn Adventurers. It's a podcast too. S H U podcast. I'm on that too. <laughs> I love listening to people I can I can say are my friends, even though I have no idea who they are. <laughs> like all the people on Greetings Adventures. <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> Who are they really? They don't know me. If you want to find any of the rest of us online, you can find me at JW Scalf. You can find me at Tim Lanning. I'm at Jennifer Cheek. I'm at Matthew M. Morris. I'm at Punk1290. I'm at Undead Carry. And until next time, that, that was random.
Was it this podcast where I broke an entire mason jar of alcohol or grab? No, it was uh, Greedy's Adventures. That was so crazy. He did not even do anything. He just sat it down normal. And I sat it down just a little too hard. So like technically. It must have been like already had a hairline mm-hmm. crack in it. And that was just the thing that, that pushed it over just the edge. But it an went entire mason jar everywhere. of like booze. Just Oof. luckily Jennifer uh, knitted. Uh, uh, mason jar koozies because I often thank you I always fuck that up um, and so that kind of held it sort of together but it was the worst night of my life they decided to fly the helicopter directly over my shed give me a sec <laughs> <laughs> what did you do what does Carrie and 97 militias in the backwoods of Texas have in common <laughs> they fly the helicopters over the shed what I do find funny is that, uh, and I don't know if all D&D books do this, because I very rarely ever make it to the end. I just seem to buy them, as one does for D&D. Uh, they do have a scenario where if the party just loses, it describes what happens when Shrod wins. Like, well, <laughs> the world is destroyed now. <laughs> I think Avernus, uh, uh, Rhyme has that too. Uh, I... I really wanted Game of Thrones to end like that, honestly. Like <laughs> I wanted the show to just be like, yeah, the White Walkers take over. <laughs> it sucks. They're all Damn, dead now. Damn, you hate to see it. I can see now that you're all powerful. Um, maybe. Bless you. Sorry. Bless you. Mort sneezes. In, Mort sneezes when you lie. <laughs> um, let me just blow my nose real quick. Let me just get it right in the mic, though. What? <laughs> oh, no. Bro. It's going to be cut out. This, this is a good show. <laughs> David. Where was hearing it now? <laughs> All right, sorry. I hope he leaves it in and I'll punish you. <laughs> and everyone. Can everybody take their headphones off really quick just <laughs> no. so I can confirm something? Because it's been a while since Carrie and I have talked about this. Okay. So Carrie, remind me. I thought your sister was in the the coffin that you brought around. Her body is. Her spirit is hanging over Barovia as per the... Uh... That's right. Okay. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah, I can work. I can work with something there. Okay. Everybody, come back. Sorry, I had to just confirm something really quick with Carrie. Um, no worries. No, I, I. This is Tim Lanning. I was like, how we? How did we ever think we're gonna fight Strahd? Oh, that's right. We need a sword. Where's the sword? I think Van Richten has it. I don't remember. Yes, Van Richten does have it. It's not with Van Richten right now. Out of character. You don't Fuck! know that. We're yeah. Real- <laughs> Why? Uh, Van Richten, you fool! I don't think Van Richten fully anticipated a fight in a bunch of vampires today. Well, you should always be ready, you know? Uh, yeah. You should always be ready. That is probably but no you know, uh, sometimes lapse some, in judgment. Sometimes you make mistakes. That was that was a, a Tim being confused moment. Sorry I'm trying to that. think, and maybe we need to edit that part out. I don't know. It probably would make sense for Van Richten to have it done. <laughs> I don't know. It probably would. Um... So, you know what? Maybe we edit that out. I'm going to say, yeah, Van Richten probably would have it. You know what? Even if they had to run back to the inn to get it, like Van Richten is a badass monster slayer. Always be prepared. It would make sense to have it. It it wouldn't make sense for them to not have this vampire killing sun sword. They would probably want to keep it a secret in general. That's why they didn't use it in the streets. Right. But But now that we're face to face with Strahd himself. But I would say that... At this point, Van Richten on the ground uh, with their shattered leg. They reach into their pocket, and as subtly as possible, you see them draw the hilt of the sun sword 